Hey there, it's your girl Andrea Griffin Rogers. Don't you think it's high time to wake up to some healing? To be revived from brokenness to wholeness and from pieces to peace? Well, I do. So come and join me at the Can I Get a Favorite podcast. Enjoy it. Hey guys, how are you today? I pray this message reaches you in the best of spirit and health. As always, this is the time for you to just check in with you to see how you are doing. You've been taking care of everybody else all weekend, possibly all weekend. But baby, this is the time for you to just stop what you're doing and see how you are today. Today's Can I Get a Favorite Moment is can you deal with you first? Listen, baby, God is saying to you today, it's time to deal with you. Don't come praying to me. This is God talking to you. Don't come praying to me about what somebody did, what he said, she said. Lord, if you just work on that person, I would be better. I would feel better. I would do better. God is saying, I'm not working on them or changing them until I work on you and change you first. Let us pray. <laughs> Spirit of living God, we come to right now. I just want to say thank you for allowing us this opportunity to just touch base with you, to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, to help us, Lord, grow and do better and become better. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Do what only you can do so you can get the glory, honor, and praise, Heavenly Father. Not our own wills, Father God, but it is about your will being done on earth as it is in heaven. So, Lord, help us to develop and become the best representation of you and your kingdom in the earth, God. Let us be salt and light in the earth so that when people see us walking in, they see you. When they hear us speak, Father God, they hear your voice because we speak in spirit, truth, and in love. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. So this message about do with you first is kind of like piggybacking off of the last couple messages because God has just been really trying to hammer this message into somebody out there child we all need to be accountable for ourselves as much as you want to point out and pray about somebody else and what they're doing or not doing or how much they get on your nerves or how much they need to change or grow up or whatever god is saying baby stop what you're doing because i'm working on you I'm working on you first before I start working on them. And that's not to say that God isn't working on them. Like it's in a a sequential order. No, it's just that God's not going to deal with that person that's bothering you. That boss that gets on your nerves. That employee or that friend that just don't want to act right. That relationship that just doesn't want to seem to do what you want to do. God is saying, I'm working on you first. I got to get you together first, sis. Bruh, it's some things that stink in your life that you need to get together first before I start working on that other person. And the beauty about when we allow God to work on us first is that when he works on us first, then we're able to be the light that shines into other people. They see the manifestation of God's working in us. And then they say, hmm, I think I want to do better. I think I want to be better. What must I do to be changed and saved and whole and complete and healed like you? Then now we have something to say. Because now we have to say and give the glory and honor to God. Because God did it. We're no longer saying it's us. We did it in our own strength. We give it to God. 
But you can't keep pointing the fingers at other people and saying, hey, let me help you with that speck in your eye. Well, you got a whole log in yours. I've been talking about for a while now, Matthew 7, because God is like, people need to understand that. God is tired of hearing people judge and complain about other people when you got stuff that stink as well. There are things and characteristic traits that people do not like about you. God doesn't even like it about you. But God extends mercy to you. He extends grace to you as you try to figure it out, as you try to get yourself together, as you try to become better. So why don't you extend that same grace and mercy to other people? God is saying, I need you to stop sitting in the judgment seat because I'm the only judge, baby. I don't need you to judge. I don't even care if that's your work title, baby. Your kingdom title is not judge. You are in the same boat as everybody else. Being perfected each and every day, trying to get it right in Jesus Christ each and every day, trying to walk this thing called life out each and every day. And so God is saying, stop judging, stop pointing the finger, stop talking about what somebody else has to fix in their eyes or in their life when you can't even notice and and deal with the things you got to fix in your own life. It's high time to to become accountable, accountable for your actions accountable for your words, accountable for you. You have some going up to do. You have some maturing to do. You have not become your best self. And in order to do that means God has to do a working in you and you have to allow it. You have to partner with the Holy Spirit to do that new working in you so that you may become all that he's created you to be. And it starts with looking inward versus pointing outward. Deal with you first. Become who you need to become first so that then you can be equipped to help somebody else. But you cannot help somebody else swim to shore if you drown in yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You know, when I think about my own Job Wilderness season, there were areas in my life that I had to face. That I had ran away from for so long because it was too painful or I didn't want to deal with the conflict because nobody taught me how to deal with healthy conflict. And so I didn't want to deal with it. I thought the best way to deal with it was to just ignore it. But baby, ignoring it was just suppressing it. It's like a can of soda or a bottle of soda. Eventually, after you shake it for a while, it's still going to fizzle open when somebody pop it open. So it's best to deal with it right now and drink it, drink the cup right now versus waiting until later. Because it's going to still explode. And you'll wind up exploding on somebody that didn't shake you up in the first place. That's why it's important. And I keep reiterating this because my ministry is all about healing. You have got to heal within first. Emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. You have got to heal. There are areas in your life that you have been running away from. Because you have not wanted to deal with that. And God is saying, baby, it's time to deal with it. He did not allow COVID to come to shake things up for you to go back to your normal. Normal is overrated, baby. God is saying it's time for you to deal with the things that you've run away from. It's time to deal with you. Stop pointing the finger at other people. Stop telling me what everybody else did wrong. I don't want to hear another, well, they hurt me, Jesus. He ain't trying to hear that. Be accountable for you. 
Be accountable for the people that you gave power to, that you allowed to hurt you. God showed you red flags. You didn't want to listen to wisdom. So you got to be accountable for you. Work on that. Change those areas in your life so that God can get you to the best version of yourself. I didn't get to this point to be able to tell you this message because I just thought it or I just wished upon a star. God did the work in me and I partnered with the Holy Spirit to do the work. I talk about it all the time. I had to go through intensive counseling sessions two to three times a week with my counselor. I had to also get into some spiritual groups with some people that were at a level I was trying to be at of healed and wholeness. They weren't broken anymore. They not only prayed for me, but were my strength to help me fight through, to encourage me, to show me areas in my life that I needed to work on, that I needed to become better in. They helped strengthen me by showing me my inner man. They basically showed me a mirror. They showed me the woman in the mirror. And God is saying the same thing to you today. It's time to look at the man or the woman in the mirror. Y'all got to excuse my voice. You know the devil keeps trying to attack my voice, child. So but he ain't going to stop this word from getting out in the name of Jesus. God is trying to sharpen you. He is your iron, your friend, trying to sharpen you. As it says in Proverbs 27, 17, allow God to do that in your life. I allow God to do that in my life. That's how I got here. Because I allow God to sharpen me, to strengthen me, to make me face me and deal with me. And it was hard. I'm not telling you it was easy. Baby, it was hard work. But I was desperate because I knew the old me was not sufficient any longer. I knew the me I wanted to be. I knew the me I wanted to become. I knew what that version of me in that elevated space, I knew what she looked like, what she sounded like, the way she dressed, the way she talked, the way she did her hair, all those things. And so I let God do the work in me so that I could become who he's always intended me to be, a healed, free whole person and it only comes from him a person that can operate in balance and peace and it only comes from him you need to become accountable to you in order to go to the next level you have to allow God to sharpen you to strengthen you it's up to you to make the decision whether you want to stay in your comfort zone or you want to elevate to the next level of your life it's time to ascend it's time to go higher, to become the best version of yourself. But staying at this level that you're at, you're not going to get there. You got to deal with you first. God won't heal others without healing you first. So stop pointing the fingers and feeling like, well, if they just do this right, I'll be happy. Baby, newsflash, nobody's responsible for your happiness but you. You got to become happy. Nobody knows what makes you happy. So it's not their job to make you happy. It's your job to make you happy. It all starts within. And part of within is welcoming in the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit do a new work in you. See, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, I'm going to tell you the difference between fruits of the Spirit and acts of the flesh. 
The results, which are acts of the flesh, are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. They are all acts of the flesh. But when you become a new person in God, when you seek his salvation, repent of your sins and say, Lord, I want to live in your righteousness. I want you to do a new thing in me. I want to become a new person. Then you're supposed to take on the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit produces this kind of fruit in your life. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness and self-control or self-discipline the law applies to people who live in their flesh the law of Moses the law that says you have to abide by these particular rules that applies to people who want to live in their flesh as I just talked about but people who live in Christ Jesus you've nailed the passions and desires of your flesh your sinful nature to the cross you are no longer living in your flesh anymore. You're to be living by the Spirit. Letting the Holy Spirit lead you in every part of your life. Do not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. But let God do a new thing and deal with you first so that you can live by the fruit of the Spirit. He says in Ephesians 2, uh, chapter 2, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers and the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God and live righteously. All of us used to live that way. Child, me too. Following the passionate desires or what I call acts of the flesh. But by our very nature, we are subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loves us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Jesus Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raises us from the dead along with Christ Jesus and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with him. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness. God saved you by grace when you believe. You can't take credit for this. It was a gift. And because it was a gift, you can't boast about salvation. That's the thing. You can't keep pointing at other people and making it seem like you're so perfect. Your life doesn't stink. You don't have issues or flaws or personality traits that people don't like. You can't keep pointing a finger at other people and saying, God, just work on them. This person need to get their life together. No, God is saying, you got to get your life together. I'm going to work on you first. And then working on you, then you will become different. You will see things more clearly. You will extend grace and mercy to others. Because you will understand that you are just as flawed as they are. You are just susceptible to sin as they are. You will operate differently 
because you will operate in kindness and gentleness just as God does with you. Because if you are a holy people, you're meant to clothe yourself in the same way that God is tenderhearted and gives us mercy and kindness and humility and gentleness. And he's patient with us. As he talks about in Colossians 3.12, we will live our life in the same way. God says, blessed are you who are merciful for you will be shown mercy. Another version of that in Matthew verse of chapter 5 verse 7 says you're blessed when you care at the moment of being careful basically full of care you find yourself cared for see when you stop pointing the things at other people and you start dealing with you and extend grace and mercy to others then people extend that back to you they care about you they handle you and your flaws and your bad personality traits they handle you in the same way, with that same care and compassion and, and gentleness and tenderness and grace that you extend back to them because they understand that you're not perfect either. We got to get to the same place with others. God will deal with you first. Stop expecting him to deal with other people. And so I pray that this message stirs somebody's faith to say, let me deal with me first. Let me allow God and the Holy Spirit to do a new work in me and stop looking for other people to make changes. Stop wanting your mom or dad to be different. They're not going to be. Accept them for who they are and love them where they are at today. Stop expecting your spouse to be different. God's not going to work on them. He's going to work on you. You want that friend to change? You change. Or change friends. You want your boss to treat you differently? You be different. And even if they don't treat you differently, that's okay. God's doing a new work in you. He's going to give you the grace you need in order to deal with that person. It's all about you. It all starts within. Your healing, your breakthrough, transformation elevation all starts with you first so let God deal with you first so the Lord bless you and keep you cause his faith to shine upon you may the Lord of God be gracious to you show his favor and give you his peace as always I want to thank you for listening to the can I get a free podcast you can find like and follow me on Instagram at Andrea G's that's A-N-D as in dog R-E-A g-e-e-s as in sam you can also subscribe to my youtube channel which is at andrea griffin rogers that's a-n-d-r-e-a g-r-i-f-f as in frank i-n as in nancy r-o-g-e-r-s on those platforms i give different content than i do on the podcast so definitely go and check those out also just starting this new venture and while new opportunities will come help us continue to grow your charitable donations and contributions helps keep this podcast going. Here are some ways in which you can give your seed. You can click on the links in the description or download either the Cash app or the Venmo app. If you have Cash app, I'm at Andrea Jeeves, A-N-D-R-E-A-G-E-E-S, as in Sam. If you have the Venmo app, I'm at Andrea Griffin Rogers. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-G-R-I-F-F, as in Frank, I-N, as in Nancy. R-O-G-E-R-S 
As in Sam, thank you for your seeds and contributions. Take care. God bless. And remember, deal with you first. And God will do the rest.